You're listening to the New Old Heads podcast, shot live every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash newoldheads and released every Thursday at noon via bringingdowntheband.com. The show is brought to you by Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the show directly by becoming a member at patreon.com slash newoldheads. You are now tuned in to the New Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7th. The entire crew is here. Starting off at the end of the table, my man, Jay Moore. How are you, sir? Uh, I'd say I'm, uh, I'm doing good. But actually, I'm doing well because Superman does good. Oh, like that one. All right. <laughs> Keep that one. I like that. I and like I think that. well is the appropriate vernacular there anyways. Exactly. like that. Longevity is the voice you heard. How are you, sir? I am doing well. How are yeah. you? I'm doing great, man. That's Saw the great. head turn on the well. Well, yeah, it's nice. Yes. Doing it's well. proper. We're being Thanks. correct on this side of the table. Yes. Yes. Well. Yes, we won't be on this side. My man DJ J Div. What's happening, man? Salutations. How's <laughs> Thank you. Uh good to see you as always, my brother. Indeed, indeed. Uh <laughs> Red August is in the building. Uh I would ask him, but he's giggling. Appreciate you, brother, for everything that you do. Thank you for the on-site production. The chat is live. We appreciate y'all. We see y'all as well. Um, I can actually see the chat on a new setup, so that's dope. So uh, shout out to y'all as always. All right, man, let's go ahead and um, jump into the rundown. So Super Bowl halftime. I think we all saw it. Uh, I've seen parts of it. Okay. Well, uh, I enjoyed it. Some of it, maybe a little bit of it. I don't know. Either way. I've seen a couple clips. I wasn't going to support the NFL and buy Peacock just for one game. I can respect it. You know, I, I just, just, you knew it was going to be on YouTube or whatever after the fact. Yeah, I, I, I knew we were going to talk about it, but so that's why I watched a couple of clips. But performance was dope. I enjoyed it. Um, OG status, a lot of legends. Uh, I like the, the West setup Coast too. In a mug. West Coast in a mug. Setup was dope. Uh, they actually had the uh, I don't know if you want to call it a I think it's a mural statue, whatever. That's in the city of Compton. They had it at the end of the set or the beginning of the set going down with all the multiple stages. Um, I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was executed very well. Was Legend. the execution excellent? It was very, <laughs> it was very excellent. Um, what what did you guys think, man? Jay Moore, I'll start with you. What were your takes? Uh, what did you take away from it? I enjoyed it overall. Um, no, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. You know, I watched it with a group of people, um, many of which who were much more excited for the halftime show than the actual football game. Mm. And um, I thought it was very well done. You know, like... You got to understand the production value is always going to be off the chain. Uh, and it's incredible how, you know, they have the short amount of time to get, you know, basically get a, an entire concert mock up, if you will, yep. onto the stage. Everything has to be set up correctly. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, every plug has to be for every piece of lighting and the direction has to be on point because, you know, the Super Bowl halftime show can only be like, I think maybe 13 to 14 minutes. If that, you know, and so when you think about having the, that many artists out there who could easily do 13 minutes by themselves for them to be able to, you know, to get that much uh, in and have it done basically flawlessly. Um, it was very impressive. And also, you know, one of the things that I noticed, and this might just be Dr. Dre's influence, like, yeah, um, I don't, I don't know who made sure those speakers were tuned and that mix was done correctly. But, yeah. uh, you know, when you watch it over again, it is extra, extra 
crispy coming out of even uh, your cheapest TV speakers. So I'm sure he um, has something to do with that. You know, I, I thought it was a beast by Dre equalizer. Yeah. So I and I know some people are like, oh, they could have done this. I could. I was like, you got to realize uh, when you're talking about, you know, a a a, uh, a performance sponsored by Pepsi yeah. at the Super Bowl, which is the biggest television event um, of the year, you know, across the entire world, you're going to go with the analytics. Someone's like, oh, Eminem could have done this. He could have done. He, how did you had to be a fool to think Eminem was not going to do lose yourself? Come on, man. I mean, you know, a, a complete fool. You know, I, I now I thought they were. I didn't. I was surprised by them letting um, all right. With Kendrick, I was surprised him he getting censored that off. It though. Yeah, yeah, I mean that was censored, but you know, I mean, you're going to expect that. I mean, because don't put, the thing is when you think, oh, this is live, this is live. Trust me, everything is going over with a fine tooth comb when you're talking oh, yeah. about, yeah. you know, a corporate event. Because honestly, it's not; it's barely a sporting event at this point. The NFL and and the Super Bowl that is a corporate event. You almost can't get tickets unless you already know somebody. Um, I only wanted what, what they was hidden for. I, you know, like I said, I <clears throat> I, I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the show. It's just crazy to think, you know, because I'm old enough to remember when Snoop Dogg was on the cover of Newsweek and it said, "Is rap too violent?" You know, yep. where this dude was public enemy number one, yep. and you know now basically. Um, this for, for you know you, you almost have to put understand that for them to get to this point, hip hop, especially this sex segment of hip hop, where you say you know the West Coast sound, if you will, is embraced as um, as Americana, if yeah. you will, you know. So, um, and I know there were people who were like, oh, why well, I didn't do they could have this. I was like, look, you know, trust me, they'll bring the Who or somebody back or the Rolling Stones. Or, I mean, I'm not you know, I'm not to dis besmirch you know those particular artists, but you know, I think they got it right here just because of how long. Uh, these people have been relevant within the culture, not just hip hop culture, but American pop culture, you know, and then you talk about, you know, people's like, oh, it's for there are going to these people above the age of 50. We're going to feel this way. If you're 50 years old, this is your music. Remember, you know, you were in college or high school like. I'm knocking on 44. I was in high school when the chronic hit, you know, if you were in college when the chronic hit, you're about 50 right now, you know, so. There are people who have grown up with this music and embrace it just the same way. I mean, there was probably somebody 30 or 40 years ago when they said, oh, why are they having Motown or or the best of doo-wop or whatever? You know, and the thing is, like, having no, this, they was with that because I mean, but Motown you got to understand, like, you know, if you told somebody we're going to have a rock and roll halftime, remember, rock and roll was outlaw music. This wasn't mm -hmm. mainstream. And so now what was considered outlaw music in 1992, 93, this is mainstream music. Now, when when people come in to, uh, you know, the club or whatever, this is what they want to hear. I think bringing Kendrick is dope also because he's obviously the youngest one there. But everybody that Kendrick's 30 some years old. Yeah. And, he, and he's the youngest, which is crazy. But um, he's everybody on there is le has his legendary status at this point. Kendrick's still the youngest, but, you know, he's established as one of the one of those guys in hip hop. Yeah. You know, we already know where Mary is and Dre and 50 and all that. So um not everybody watching though. A lot of people didn't know a lot of these people. That could be true. That could be Which true. Which is the most of the people you see complaining like, why who are these guys? Well you know? the same people who ran up in the January sixth ran <laughs> yeah, the Capitol. For sure. There's like there's so many this is not appropriate. I was like, let's not talk about appropriate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that I thought about as well um is Dr. Dre's tree in hip-hop the branches that come from that because if you look at this dude man and you see snoop 50 
Eminem. And it's not like he had, he just had a couple artists that came underneath him. These are mega stars that got an imprint from him early. Well, everybody got that a, was on stage is a product of Dr. Dre. Somehow right. or some way. And except for Mary, except Mary, for Mary, except for her Mary. Hit was Mary. produced by a doctor. Yeah, yeah except for Dre. That's Diddy's tree, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But still, it, it speaks to vo- <laughs> it speaks volumes as to how cold and how consistent Dr. Dre and his impact has been. We ain't even talking about NWA. Like these are people that came way after that that were influenced by him. This is all aftermath era stuff. Exactly. This is you know this is Dre's third act. You know they didn't it's have, late nineties. There's nothing really. There's nothing. They, they didn't touch anything. From, you know, the, the Ruthless era. No. Nothing even from the Death Row era. What did Snoop do? What song did he do? Um, he did... Uh, he did came he out to... What was it? Still Dre? Still Dre. Yeah. Yeah. It was Dre. songs that he did with Dre. He didn't right. actually do any, uh, any of his own records. Uh-huh. But he didn't do like any of the like early 90s stuff? Nope. Uh-huh. Nah, they did California Love too. Um, okay, that was a Death Row, you know. Yeah, they did but that, that wasn't even his song. Yeah. Nah, they did do Dre's... The one that Dre did, though. Wasn't that the, no, that wasn't a Dre beat. Because the remix is the one Dre produced, right? Or did he produce he both, didn't of both of them? He I did both. Okay. I thought I, I have to look. I, I'm have to look that up. Double check. Um, but what did you think about it, J. Diff? I thought it was dope, man. Uh, the energy was there. The Super Bowl was on the West Coast. It was only fitting that the halftime show was West Coast in a mug. Like I said, yep. Um, it was. It's crazy to think that this is the first time that uh, hip hop controlled. The halftime show for a yeah. Super Bowl as long as it's been out and I think we fail to realize because I mean my whole life has been about hip hop so I don't I don't equate things as being the first until somebody just actually brings it to my attention like this is the first time this has ever happened it's like yeah. dang that's crazy but um I thought the representation was there uh, it was very entertaining yeah. and everybody like when, when we talk about who who knows who as far as age ranges and things like that. Like my uh, mother-in-law's husband, he knows who Snoop is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But didn't know who Dr. Dre is. So that, that kind of goes into how Snoop is probably one of the biggest hip hop artists out there. Cause it's people Ever. that don't listen to hip hop and know exactly who Snoop Dogg is. You know Snoop what I'm involved saying? with someone, everything. Everything. He's, he's getting his bag wherever he can now. I mean, he's the, weed, he's the weed guy too. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, uh, he mm-hmm. definitely blazed up before he went up there. Yeah, and, I saw that. and they were like, like they caught him doing something that he. You yeah, know, I mean, like, for one, he's in California. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it has been legal in California for a long time, so that would yeah. be like if somebody said, "You know, we caught Jay Moore eating chicken wings." Oh my god! <laughs> Canceled. I can't believe it, but um, I thought I thought it was really cool that um we had the opportunity. I'm saying we like I was up there too. I'm. I'm doing my little mama version of the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> if you win, but, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, it's, it's dope to see them representing on stage like that. But um, I have a question to pose for y'all. Uh-oh. Um, because everything seems to be so politically charged. And I've I've been hearing a lot of people make posts and seeing posts. Like, for example, Dr. Cornell West made a post about a missed opportunity um, that they could have done more. That came out today. By performing, I, I didn't see it, but yeah. So he 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 said that um, pretty much that it was a great display of musical talent, um, culturally, musically, um, but it was a missed opportunity for telling the truth, um, and challenging the NFL plantation system. Aside from Brother Eminem kneeling, the political silence of our artists was sad, and the reason why I bring that up is because. 
And I get it, but at the same time, I don't understand why black artists are always held and put in a position to where we have to make everything a political situation and we can't just get up there and have fun and do our thing without bringing all this extra into it. So how do y'all feel about, um, like, should something else have been done or should anybody have said anything on this stage? Well, you can't you can't win because if you look at it from so Eminem kneeling is what Dr. West you know pointed out and honestly I didn't even catch that because I, I was paying attention to, to Dr. Kneel? Dre playing the piano yeah, Dre, yeah. Dre got up from the board they had a SSL SSL board and he got up and went to the piano sat down M was kneeled the whole knelt the whole time while he played the piano then he hopped up but I've heard that he maybe knelt for Tupac because that's the song that he started playing could be. I mean, it's being received as a a shot at the you know NFL or whatever. Right. Um, but my thing to what Terry asks is, you, you can't win. I've been black a long time. Man. Can't win with black folks because Beyonce came out and they, she had the militant vibe when she did the halftime show. What happened? None but black folks was talking about it. We picked it apart. Well, it's not Everybody even necessarily. About it. So let me. I'm gonna approach it at this angle then because it's not even necessarily just black folks per se. I feel like, um, and I see more people applauding what she did than uh, being negative or, well, or whatever. It's more, I wouldn't even say it's black folks. It's more a certain type of black folk that, that thinks that every position that you get in, you're supposed to do something. I'm with that. Um, I'm with that. It's okay. not, it's not clear across the board. Okay. But what, what I'm, what I want to know is, do you think that's, that's right? That every time you're put in a position to where you're on the main stage mm-hmm. that you need to bring something to light. I mean, because we've literally been bringing stuff to light forever. So, and nothing changes. So are you doing it? Um, changes. Just real subtle. Kinda. It's just real subtle. Real subtle. But is it worth it? Like, do you think you should do that every single That's time? That's the question. That's, yeah. that is the question. That's the question. Right. Is it worth it? And should it be done every time? I, <laughs> It's it's a tough spot, man. And, and uh, to your point, I didn't think about it like that until you said it about a certain portion of the way you said it like that. Um, I see where you're going now because I do know that certain portion of people uh, that rock that way. Um, it's a lot because I've I've seen it so many times. No matter what it is, it could be the Olympics, it could be the NBA Finals, the Super Bowl halftime. Is there's always something that's expected above and beyond politically from black artists, no matter what it is. And I don't necessarily know if that's fair, man, because to 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 piggyback what we were talking about, is it going to be, how is it going to be received, and what type of change will it, I guess, get the ball rolling on to start something? It's it's not like it's guaranteed for something to change just because it's done at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that, there's no guarantee that anything is going to have that much of an impact just because more eyes are on it. You know what I'm saying, Jay Moore? What do you think? Like, what do you think about? Um, that being cast on some of the black artists for some, for some individuals, it's never going to be enough. It doesn't That's matter it. what you do, yep. you know? And I think the, you know, cause I, I listened to a commentator today, I believe it was on CNN, you know, cause I just go through my clips and try to stay up on what, what the heartbeat and the pulse of, you know, the culture is. And, you know, they think, well, you know, they were on stage and now we're just distracted. I was like, 
I don't think I'm distracted at all from the fact that there is a problem with black coaches getting hired. I don't, I'm not distracted from the fact that Colin Kaepernick was essentially blackballed from the NFL. Like, I'm not distracted from any of those things. You know, just because this happened over here, it doesn't mean, you know, it's just like, you know, if a squirrel runs by a dog, you know, like that's not that's not how people actually are. No. You know, it's still very nuanced. I still have had discussions with people about how when Brian, Brian Flores, um, who was fired as the uh, the Dolphins coach with a winning record, mind you, eight game winning streak. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, he was fired. And, you know, right. At, had he not filed that um, that lawsuit, I don't think they would have hired either of the 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 black or so-called black coaches in the NFL, you know, because they were going to Josh McNown was going to be the coach of the Texans. Yeah. You know, with no coaching experience in the NFL or college, just high school, he was going to get a pet. And so it was going to make the NFL look extremely bad. Somebody made a call and said, we can't do this and we can't do this now. That's how Lovey Smith got that job in Texas. Like you, some people might be able to say, tell me different, but I know how the winds blow. And because it was going to look really bad if there were eight openings open in the NFL and none of the uh, openings were uh, allotted to black head coaches, especially when you've got guys like Byron Leftwich, who was the offensive coordinator of the Super Bowl winning team. Winning when you team. got somebody like Eric Bieniemy, who's taken the Kansas City Chiefs as the offensive coordinator to the AFC championship four years in a row. So we're not distracted. We had 13 minutes of just Cultural enjoyment. Yeah. But you know what? It doesn't just because we enjoyed ourselves for 13 minutes doesn't mean we don't understand the racial ramifications and the problems that are still systemically within the NFL, which really are just a microcosm of the systemic problems that reach corporate America. You know, our government, all these things are tied together in some kind of way. So let's not let's not go too far in hyperbole of thinking, oh, we're just distracted. and Y'all just was happy to dance and see Dr. Dre. No, it's not like that. And there's a group. I was happy to see. Uh, and I Dr. was Dre. happy to see. I was you know happy. I was very happy. That's, see, that's what that's what I'm what I'm getting at here is you're we not just allowed have 13 to have fun. To not go, not, you're not, not allowed to have fun, yeah. essentially, um, the way some people write this narrative it's yeah. like you have to be charged up and on 10 at all given times boots to the ground um you cannot have fun i don't care if uh if you've always wanted to do this and perform at the super bowl you're supposed to say something political no everybody don't want to do that man i mean that's not how everybody's built now, i understand there's problems going on out here there's there's things that need to be addressed i think kendrick performing in itself was enough that yeah you know that that's your answer right there. And Eminem perform kneeling. All Let right. the white allies step it up. Exactly. You know they already know how we feel. Yeah, I, I think so they did it perfectly fine, in my personal opinion. That's what I was gonna say about. I'm glad you said that about Kendrick because <clears throat> the people that are saying that must didn't see that part. No, you know because that was that it was subtle, but it was enough mm. off the record that he played. Also, they the record that he performed. But go ahead, Lon. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, I was just gonna say, you know, a lot of the stuff could be. Seen as performative too. I mean, don't forget that Nancy Pelosi was kneeling in dashikis and stuff. And that was true. Like, yeah, true. you know, and, and all that stuff. Still you know, got no voting rights act. Eminem kneeling. What does that really do? Nothing. You know what I mean? So, like, it, and, and to kind of further your guys' point, just to kind of echo what I would say, is it's not really black people's responsibility to dismantle racism in America. Really, kind of the white people's responsibility. Hey. There's bada a, boom, bada bing. There's, so, there's a section I, that, are, that uh, don't disagree with that. Yeah, that that's that, that's fine. Uh, Probably the, the section that didn't like the halftime show. Exactly. So, but at the same time, 
don't get me wrong. I think there's a place for black people to contribute in that. Yeah. And I think it, yeah. I think it helps it move it along. But at this, at the end of the day, like, you know, black, how you guys feel about Cornell West and all this other stuff, that's none of my business. But what I would say is that I, I do feel like, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I like, I've seen the argument talking about Eminem and his kneeling and stuff like that back and forth. And I honestly, I don't even know what to feel about that at yeah. all. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't do anything for me personally. I, I like, does it draw unity like this, this performative unity? Like, like what is he doing outside right. of stuff that like, he's not challenged and I'm not trying to put Eminem out there like that. Nah, but, no, I appreciate uh, what he did, yeah, but I do the, too. But at the same time, like it, it is performative still, you know, because he's not really putting himself on the line at all. You know what I mean? Like he's not, it's not, people are still going to listen to Eminem, whether or not he, I mean, he's already talked about Kaepernick. Oh yeah. Know? There's a lot of people that already tuned him out, but I will you say know, this. So if you were bothered, really. if you were bothered by Eminem <sighs> kneeling and it wasn't, the national anthem it pretty much just lets us all know it was never about the national anthem at right. all that, that was the first thing that came to my mind i was like well he kneeled but the national anthem wasn't playing so but, what's the what's the issue? If, and that's but, been but the play you triggered the those whole people move. it exposed their hypocrisy and that's um, been the that's, that's been the banner of the whole movement the national anthem everything is so disrespectful to the national anthem it was all based off the national anthem that is that had that nothing is, to do with the national anthem I, i'm happy you said that because that is that was in the back of my mind when i saw it and i didn't like materialize it into to like actual yeah. thought and i was like but he's he's just kneeling like it's just a kneel yeah yeah that's why i really didn't pick up on it like i, I said like, when when he did it like, i'm paying attention i'm paying attention, attention to dre the, playing yeah. the keys yeah i was like the, the literally the that thing that dope, went through my mind yeah. when i watched i was like is he actually playing he was yeah. playing he was and playing. i'm like yeah he's playing on top and anderson pot playing the drums i'm yeah. paying hey, attention to those a lot of people thought tupac was about to come out so they just said i mean his drums weren't mic'd but still right Look good though. Yeah, you know. uh, he was on time <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Don't do that long. He was he was on time. He was most of the time on time. I, I had a conversation with somebody about this who who is a drummer. Yeah, and he talked about it in detail. I was like, because he, he had some weird things to say about it. Like people, I was like, what do you want? Like they went on stage, none of them. We're doing lip syncing. They were all rapping. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you just don't understand hip hop culture. I was like, mm -hmm. if they were on stage and they were just like mouthing words and stuff, mm -hmm. I'd be like, all right, maybe I would agree with you, but. No. I mean, if y'all saw he was rapping upside down, upside what, down. Do you want? <laughs> what do you want? You can't, I just, you just can't please people, man. I, I've just come, no, I've just come to realize just like, oh, you can't I, please I thought people. it was some mid. I was like, it's always a one upper that ain't never did nothing in their life. I was like, you still rap over exactly your own how to do everything. Please shut 50 up. 50 hanging upside down. About the, first, the first thing I see the next day is, uh, bizarre from, um, D12 put clowning. his body on 50 Cent. Everybody like, was clowning. And they was clowning him because they was like, man, look how heavy 50 Cent looks hanging upside everybody, down. Everybody everybody does not look the same the way that they lived 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. And I'm like, what do y'all expect, man? This is a grown man that got multiple TV shows out across the country. Probably, he ain't been working. He, he ain't been work three times a week. Yeah, he ain't been least. in the gym and like he was. Even if he gym. is in the gym, I mean, I mean, naturally, you get older and you, you gain a little weight. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. It is what it is. All right, man. Well, overall, they executed it very, nice well, very well. So, shout out to them and whoever mad. I don't know. Stay mad, I guess. Yeah, since that's what you're going to do. Stay mad. All right, man. Mm. So, let's go ahead and jump to this next topic. Shout out to the chat as well. We do see y'all. Thank you for the uh, input. Apparently, uh, uh, the homie Nicole said Anthony Hamilton was putting in some work in the verses that we can't see right now. But 
Shout out to Music Soul Child. There probably uh, wasn't no point in talking about it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gonna go back and be like, man, Major Seven did say he was getting smoked. That's all I want. Mm. Uh, you, you I go. can't have that. No, okay. I'm gonna give you, a couple, maybe. give you a couple books to read. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Um, are they hard? Are they uh, paperback or are they real mm. big? No, they're just a they're, pamphlet, probably. You can do it uh, while you're working. Yeah, okay, get you an audio book. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to this next topic, man. I, you know, we've had success and we've had failures as it relates to uh, lists that we covered. Mm-hmm. We've had some really bad. Last ones. week was a failure. Last week, last week was a failure. But the more I thought about that, okay, player list. You you cleaned it up though. You cleaned it up. But the more I thought about it, it was a really, really bad, bad list. Short, short, shorts, 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 shorts. Like no, that was no, that's legitimately one of the worst lists I think I've ever read. In hindsight, it was trash. Yeah, huh? like it there was, were big omissions. Man, Schwartz had no business reviewing Dylan. Man, okay, yeah, we just gonna go ahead. It was a very avant-garde list. Wow. Like, you know, I don't that could have hit house shoes up and would have did a better job. Absolutely. Well, I did. You know, <laughs> people have reached out and said you did your thing with the Dylan knowledge loan, so maybe you're safe. Save some souls happy, out there. Happy to uh, contribute. All right, man. So with the month of February, Valentine's Day and all that, all that, they have a Billboard's list of the 21 best hip-hop songs of all time. Now, I don't know. I, love I, hip-hop songs? love songs. Love songs. Sir. I'm sorry. Thank you, sir. Um, I did not. Um, I didn't even want to look. I wanted to see it when y'all saw it. You know how we do with the list. So I'm just going to start going through. Y'all tell me how you feel. Nelly featuring Kelly Rowland, Dilemma. I don't. Can't even place it. You know, is that 21? It's just that I don't think they have they, a number. Okay, they, All right. Well, yeah, let's keep. Yeah, let's, yeah. Okay. I get okay. why that would be on there. Yeah. You with that? Everybody yeah. with that? Yeah. I, I mean, I get Did it. It's a crossover hit. Yeah, I think I put it in there with a with a uh, Sam Cassell. Um, LL Cool J, Hey Lover, featuring Boys and Men. I'm in on I'm in One on of the it. best stalker yeah. anthems ever. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Jay Moore, don't, don't, no, go I back. I love you better, better. Go back and more, listen to that though. song. Sleeper. See, yeah. it, honestly, like Kanye West style stalker. Yeah, or? like literally, it's like, look, LL, you need to leave that woman and her boyfriend alone. That's What's what that Netflix took? show? That's what you took from that video. He's like, I'll be looking in my own eyes in the rear view, <laughs> yeah. having dreams about ice cream. Like, come on, fam. Like, that's not your woman. Having dreams about ice cream. LL that is what go back and listen to that's the song. It's LL Cool J out here tripping again. Yeah, come on now. It was a good song. It, no, it that was song a good song, inspired. but like as an adult, I go back, I was like, man, LL is really... Fam was obsessed. Yeah, they, they need to go ahead and get some paperwork on him. Then yeah. at the end, he said he don't even know you. Yeah. As it, a, there as, you go. Thank, he, you got too many feelings for somebody you don't know. Exactly. He you went know three verses on a woman you thank don't know who's already in a, uh, a healthy relationship. Thank y'all yeah. for bringing me home. LL was on some bull. I ain't even realized until y'all just said that. As yeah. a grown man now. Uh-huh. So that's a stalker. That's a stalker. Stalker anthem. Beautiful melodies. Yeah. Shout out to boys to men. Well, ABC, biddy, biddy. He said he ain't nowhere. Biddy, so. biddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough LL slander. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we love we you, fine. LL. Yeah, we still yeah. love you, I LL. think that's one of the top uh, top comments we get is whenever we talk about LL in the slightest bit of yeah. he, he's not the greatest person to walk on earth. Mm. People that's facts. come out of the woodwork for LL. Yeah. I'm the GOAT. The greatest of all time. Okay, stop, stop. See, that's only getting worse. All right. <laughs> it, was some, it was some heat on that album. No, a little, no, a little no, bit. No, really. No. All right. Next song, though. Met the, met the man and Mary J. We know what it is, man. I'll be there for you. That's probably number one. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not mad at that, Terry, unless I see something that that I, uh, I didn't remember. Snoop and Pharrell, beautiful. I, I like that, that one. I like. I'm that with one. that. Yes. Thank you. You know what else? Uh, Pharrell Snoop song I really love. That girl. That girl mm. off his album, off Pharrell's album, Fire. Mm. Yep. 
the live version with the roots. Oh yeah. My goodness. Um <clears throat> Mac Miller, Anderson Pack. Dang. That's fire. That's, That's a, fire. Yeah. That's a dope song. I'm not mad at that. So far, so good. One more chance. Remix. That's really me. a love song though. That's real. Don't do it's this not. anymore. It's really a uh what type of song is that? It's man? really, that's really uh, that's go really, out to the club. That's see really what you one can of the, the first steal your girl raps. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if me and my B is gonna be on there. Oh. Me and what? My B. <laughs> okay. BB. Just me and my. No, B like really, that's man. Because there's a lot of steal your girl, take her on vacation, and do nice things for her raps on on the radio now. And uh, really, uh, Biggie's this this song, one more chance, is really not about a healthy relationship. Nah. Biggie might have had. Healthy thoughts as he wrote the song though. T Bone, Steak, Cheese, Eggs, and Watch is great. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in a few. Never mind. All right, yeah, so. Next one. Common and Light. We just talked about. That's what I was going to say, that one. Yeah. I would, yeah, I, that's that's definitely a, a, a hip hop love song. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's really expressing his feelings for. And when he was in that trash outfit outside of uh, Old Eric, Girl's Window, Erica for Badu Come Close. For you. That's Erica Badu. The Come Close is hard, but. Mary J. Blige. I like come close. Like, I like, I that like yeah, I, I think that's he had that crocheted hat on. He was going holding up the signs because yeah. I think that one video was cold. I think I'd actually rank that one higher than I, I me like. too. Now that I think about you come know, close was cold. As far as love songs, yeah, it saying. actually ends with him engaging, you know, asking woman yeah. to marry him. Mary was yeah. on the hook too. That song is cold. I, I, I would have, that's why I thought about that because you might be able to swap that one out with this one. The light is dope. I ain't necessarily mad at it. Uh, Bonita Applebaum tried. No brainer. Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. Is, I mean, once again. What's wrong with really that one, Jay? About, Who's the stalker on that one? Is it really a love song? Is, 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 is it might, it like might be more of a lust song. song. Lust song? I just yeah. like the way you walk. Jay Diff? Yeah. Lust or love? Yeah, I can see that. Either or? Well, you got to pick one. I'm, I'm probably going to go with lust. Oh. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you man. gotta put me on, which means that they're not on yet, yeah, right? So, did they ever get on in the song? All right, so the next, <laughs> the next I don't one. think they did. did they? I don't think they got on. So, um, it's fantasy. Great record, though. Great record. Yeah. Paris Tokyo, Lupe, Lupe Fiasco. Loopy, don't do that. He caught me. I too. like Loopy. Yeah. Loopy's dope. Yeah, yeah, that's no. a good. That's a good. That's a I mean, good song. It's opening the opening line is I love her. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect that. You spending money taking her to Paris, Paris, to Tokyo, Paris, Tokyo, or come close. Come close. Come, come close. close. All right, we in agreement. Uh, Drake, best I ever had. I don't know. Once I again, would say, I would, is it a love song? I would put that in the category of lust songs. Again. Yeah, okay. not really a love song. It's it's definitely an ode to the ladies to make them feel some kind of way, but not yeah. really a love song. How about Wale and Miguel, Lotus Flower Bomb? Dope record. That's a good record. Yeah, I can see Top that. 21. Too high? Top too high? Well, I mean, it doesn't not seem really like we're right. going any well, I'm talking order. about too high being in the 21. Yeah. I mean, I have to I really know. hear the rest of the list. Yeah. That's a good record, though. No, it is. Um, no Name, featuring Xavier Omar, All I Need. I'm trying Look, to think. Lone, Lone's computer sounds. is working in his head. <laughs> no, I don't like, know. Because Xavier, Xavier Omar is dope. Yeah. Um, I can't I can't really hear the song in my head. I though. can't hear it right now, so I ain't gonna lie. I can't hear no, it. I won't uh I won't be smirching in any way. I don't know it know know it enough to say anything. Childish Gambino, three thousand five. Dope record. Dope yeah. record. Yeah. You know what else is dope? Talk to uh, him. what is this song? Uh Oakland. I don't call. I can't place yeah. it. Mm. Same album. Okay. I have to go back and uh, Red August 
Red August approves. Um, De La Soul, I know. I know. Mm. Yeah. I can dig it. Can't place it I, I, Yeah, I would put that in there. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. 50 Cent Nate Dog, 21 questions. I'm in on dun, this. Dun, dun, yeah, I'm with that. Dun, dun, I'm with dun, that. Dun, I can, dun, I can dun, get with that. Mm-hmm. You that know, especially when you're in a, um, you know, you're in the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, the, uh, the, you know, another generation called Courtin. Yeah, here you go with his voice. You know, his voice drop uh, every time he go to that explanation. You know, uh, you know, when you're trying to get a no, you know, a late, you're, you're expressing your intentions towards a young lady, and you're trying to get uh, some you real say dialogue. Court, courting. Yeah, courting. Yeah. Okay. So when you're being a courtesan, people don't court no more. They don't court. You know, sometimes yeah, that's, that's, no we got to get back to that courting, yeah. young ladies. Yeah. Courtesans are stop. Uh, great they skip over all that. <laughs> Just be like, no, now, now these new R&B rappers would be like, look, uh, show me what you got for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Just from the bike. Be let like, look here. From the uh, bike. Let me see. Yeah. Pull your panties aside before uh, your husband get home. <laughs> Straight up. Like, uh, that's that's romance. We went from, let me, let we me went sneaky from, link real quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we went from courting all the way to that. Huh? That's, that's, how, that's that's what it is now. Courting, you have to add, you know, back in the old days, you had to ask pops. You know what I'm saying? Talk to pops. Make sure everything was cool. Do you mind if I take... Take uh take her out on a date on the town, you know. I get her home before nine. Yeah, I'll make sure Roberta gets home uh, before nine. <laughs> I had to find an old school name. Now they be like, sure Roberta get home before four ten o'clock. Man, for, forget your pops. I don't care nothing about getting you home by nine. Come on, Star Keisha, <laughs> let's go. You <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Star Keisha, get in this car. We going now. I ain't opening forget the door. You, you better get your chair. <laughs> yeah. Back then, it would have been like, sir, uh, can I take Beulah? Beautiful. Out on the date, come on, man. All right, Jay Z and Beyonce, O three, Bonnie and Clyde. I like that one. Yeah, you can, I can, yeah. I can, I can roll. Top twenty one. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Okay. What number is it? Is there? They don't have them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Far side passing me by all day. Yeah. All day. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tupac, do for love. What? what, what oh, well, let's go back to the far do side. Far side passing. You not me feeling by. that? Yeah, no, what? I love that record. But okay, so who's lusting in this? One? Is that really about? Love or because the girl keeps passing him by once again, it's unrequited love. But maybe, I mean, you've been everybody's been a teenager in love or thought you was in love with somebody. Oh, yeah, I can tell you all about it. I mean, it's a, it's a puppy love song, true. Say I guess, that, I guess we can put it in that category. Yeah, I'm gonna go love on that one. I'm with Terry on that. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm with that one. Yeah, all right, love. next up, next up, the Tupac. dopest Ethiopian, do for love, do for love. Hey, Red August. He on a roll singing these songs. He'll try everything. <laughs> All right, Bobby, Bobby. Bobby Caldwell comes up for the second episode. Up. <laughs> um, I appreciate I like you that. embracing that. I embracing can, Bobby. I can see that. I like that. I like that. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That song is dope to me. Now, I, I was opposed to... The ups and downs of a relationship. It's, yeah. it's real. I was opposed to the, the Pac acapellas popping up and, you know... Make it into I think the album was Are You Still Down? It was a double CD. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, yeah. That was, that was John B song, though. But I, but right. they had it on that album, I think. It was it was on that that double disc, wasn't it? Yeah, that it was, was on a, John B's album too. Yeah, that's what that was the right. name of. No, it was the name of the album. Because are you still down? Are you still, still down? The all the song are you still down is not on the album. Are you still down? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's not. No. I, Why do I think it is? Hold on, man. Because no, nah, you ain't got to look it up. All right, well, we still got to get through this list. Okay, I just <laughs> be want to try to be factual, but that song is dope either way. I don't, care, I don't know who album I had what, but all right, uh, Kendrick Lamar, love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's put it. Yeah, yeah. 
It sounded like music soul child was saying. Everybody? No, nah, it sounded like uh not music, uh I would dream. Put, it sounded like dream is saying. I would put if these walls could talk in there. That's a good song. Oh wow. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> good call. Yeah. yeah. Next song. <laughs> I'd have to hear I I want to go back and listen to that album. It's been a minute. Yeah. Hey. Feel was my joint. All right, um, Lil' Kim and C's Crush on You remix. That's not a love song. That's definitely not a love song. <laughs> that's just you ain't even got to explain that one, Jay Moore. Yeah, we yeah, we we, we we know that's that just one. A, that's that's just a uh, that's a song about interaction yeah. between men and women, but it's not love. Nah, ain't no love going on. I there. can take come close. That's ain't no cuss up going close. on here. And uh, re- we can replace that one. Come close. All right, that's, that's the that's the end of so it. So I can I can already tell you a few that they that they are missing. What are they missing? That's what I was about to ask. A lot. Yeah. I mean, if you if we talking about LL Cool J, we he love pretty much made the first. Yeah, the, I thought yeah, we we there. brought we brought that up, but I, I need love. I need love. How do you even have yeah. that? This you this cannot honestly, have this list and not have this get, entire. I list need is, love because let's get that the song name. that song pretty much started the whole hip hop. That was song the first, too. and you know there were uh, some really bad knockoffs that people tried. Not I don't want to say because. Heavy D did one called Don't You You know how much I love Heavy D mm-hmm. But he did one called Don't You Know Kwame did like Sweet Thing At one point everyone was trying to include a little hip hop ballad on mm-hmm. there To try to ride that I Need Love wave And <laughs> it just I did not work not That's way it. whack Yeah, And I'm then s- they got the old school picture of LL Cool J For those that don't see it Like the picture they have is an old school LL So you would think that that was included But you another old school song that should have been included as well From the same era it's Slick Rick, Teenage Love. And it's oh, not nice. necessarily all about well, love, yeah. but it is about love, technically, because no, I mean, no. it's kind of like the puppy yeah. love type yeah. thing and whatever. Yeah. I would put Break, break You Don't. Off by the Roots and Music Soul Child in, yeah. in there. Don't Ooh. hurt me again. Yeah. yeah. I like that one. Good just, one. Just those, are, those are both good. How you, how you got LL on the you artwork, cannot, bro? You cannot not, not include. Yeah, that, that should song. be. That's, that's bad. crazy. Yeah. You got some B sides, though. Talk to me, Lon. So, I see you got a notepad out. So this is, I know there's a play on this. Obviously, you know, I used to love her, but that's not really a love song, right? I mean, it kind of is, but not really. But No Greater Love by Blue and Exile, I always thought okay. that was super Ooh, dope. Yeah. Yeah. They're not ready for that. Because, because it, for that, it's though. a play on words, mm-hmm. but it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, that's super dope. Um, I also like uh, Round and Round with Method Man and uh, oh, Janelle. Oh, Janelle, Janelle on the hook. Yeah. Never been, no, you remember the before. What about yeah. kiss me and I'll kiss you back? Oh. There you go. <laughs> I don't know that one. Digital Underground. Yeah. Digital Underground. Okay, here's one. Here's one from a real Pac fans. Um okay. we could say uh can you get away off of uh, Oh yeah. Off of uh That's me more of a try, I'm trying That's to I'm trying album. to I'm trying to take your girl from you. Yeah. I mean like she didn't want to hang out. He, he was, was you know, he, he was, he was hit, on his Kanye he real, was hit real tough on that. And one. so Tupac <laughs> was trying to get her away, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's probably the one. If you put that on for women of a certain age, it's gonna make them feel some kind of way. Lone, I'm with you on nah, round and round. I, I, I love forgot that joint. about that. One. I love that joint. High tech on the beat. Yeah, um, yeah that's yeah, a really that's, dope song. That's a really dope song uh, right there. The remix. I yeah. like the remix. I run that at wine after work often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember when a uh, old girl fell on the bike when it was nine <clears throat> months? She no, that was video. Red Man. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. Of some... yeah, you different thinking something different, Mike. You remember that video? Yeah. What about Child's Play by Ghostface? Was that uh, off the Ghost uh, Dini poetry uh, album? No, nah, that was on. Supreme oh no, 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 yo, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's yeah. right. You know, it's like childhood. What about uh, Black Shampoo? No, <laughs> no, no. Mind Sex no. by Dead Prez. Nah, straight up, Mind Sex goes. 
I was going to say... Uh, no on Black Shampoo. I feel like... I don't know if I would call them love songs, but Slum <sighs> Village has so many records. Yeah. Oh, Falling. Um, Falling. Like, Fall in Love is one kind um, of uh, climax. Can we get closer? That's uh, a good one. What's the other one? Oh, and Dilla's Won't Do. I mean... Yeah. That's not really a love song, though. But he's, but, he, but he's being up front. You know, one won't do. Two is not enough. Yeah. But if so, we can be in love. Hey. Oh, that the, song um, is so cold. The I song that just... Dilla did with D'Angelo in common. It's on um So Far So Far to Go. Yeah. So far to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right there. We just talked about that. Uh what's call it? We was going through the beats. I'm not mad at that either. Uh, I still say my my, my number one uh, replacement was come close, but I'm stupid because I forgot like he said about uh LL. That's obvious. Yeah, that has to be on yeah, there. Yeah, honestly, not having um, that record on there just either lets you know his age or that no, this is, he shouldn't be making lists. Blas- blasphemous. Who's the uh Yeah, who's the his billboard for starters. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, who's the author? Let's put so them, I got let's Jelani, put them on there just like we did Schwartz last year. Yeah, we week. did do Schwartz, so we gotta be consistent. Jelani Turner Williams. Jelani Turner Williams was probably born in two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> what does WAP place on this list? <laughs> Number one. No, exactly. Yeah, hey, Jay Moore, explain WAP the way you've been explaining the rest of these songs. What's that about? Uh, no, we're just going to move on to. Uh, do, no, we need to talk to the sponsors. <laughs> yep. Oh, no, Nicole got a do. good one. Uh, Beautiful Skin by Goody Mop. There you go. There we go. There we go. Good call, Nicole. What about Prototype? I know he ain't rapping, but. He, uh, the happy a... Valentine's. Well, Valentine's Day. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, happy both. Valentine's Day. Uh, we, uh, okay. I mean, February. Uh, we love these. You know what? We're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's what go. What about ahead. Stank Love? Nah. Stank Love. Ha ha ha! ha. We love the. Let me. Stop. Or what about uh, nah. Funky Ride? Mm. You got to be grown to listen. To funky Ride got some stuff going on in the background. Hey, it's nasty. It got some stuff. All right, Red August. Let's let's shout out the partners real quick, and we can get get back. Thanks to our partners. Dr. Coleman of Coleman Dental is our go-to dentist. He's a longtime Indianapolis arts and music supporter located right in Broad Ripple. Printfinity is a screen printing shop based in Indianapolis, owned and operated by our own DJ J. Diff. Our good friends at Indie CD and Vinyl operate one of the best record stores in North America. Shop new and used in their site or visit them in person. And the best way to support the new old heads is to visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as three bucks a month. All details on newoldheads.com. As always, shout to the chat as well for the dope suggestions. Nicole, thank you for that. And we see the rest of y'all in. We appreciate you all as always for being uh with us throughout the show. Appreciate yes, that. We appreciate. All right, let's get to uh the next one here. I think we in three, yeah, the third one. So uh Brother J Diff brought this one to my attention. Um and it was I, what, I, I didn't forgot the kid's name. I should have typed it down. Dom uh, two Dom, times. Thank you, sir. Do you do you want to intro this one? Because uh, you know me, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, mess it up, and then we'll go back into the topic. Well, the, the premise of this topic is uh, Dom is stating that he he paid Benny the Butcher for a feature for an album that he's working on, mm-hmm. and Benny has not delivered the stems or came through on his end of uh, the deal after money has been exchanged. Now, mind you, this was all done through uh, DMs. Yep. So, mm-hmm. use that. It goes down in the there DMs, huh? Yeah, it goes down in the DMs. And, you know, on this show, we a lot... Uh, <laughs> Tonight. 
for the record, we haven't, nothing has been, it's not like this is a, you know, huge story. We don't know what, there's nothing from Benny. We this is brand new. Inside. It's fresh. Uh, but the concept is not fresh. Like we always talk about, um, you know, you've heard us say in the past, read your contract, you know, go over your paperwork, be aware of what you sign, you know, try to get somebody to read it that knows how to read it. If that's legal help, however you want to go about it. Um, <clears throat> this kind of brought back some of those memories, but this time it's another, it's artist, the artist versus artist to, you know, record label, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we were talking about post show, how a lot of the younger artists and even established artists think, you know, certain things are binding and, you know, an agreement is an agreement, but when you slide into DMS and you, you know, you write a couple specifics down, so money is exchanged. That's not going to hold as much weight as a, you know, a physical contract or something that someone signed. Cause rule number one, what's that? These artists are not your friend. Thank because you. somebody call you bro, cuz, whatever, that's just slang. Mm-hmm. So these people aren't your friends, and they're hundreds of miles away from you, and you making an exchange through a DM or through PayPal or whatever currency exchange you use is immediate, and you're not going to get an immediate return on your investment you if th- you get it back, period. You have to think about as well, to, to his point, um, there's nothing... Re- legitimately binding by a DM. It's just kind of, we're just talking. Everything is understood. It's on the up and up. I got you. And then we have to wait and see if everything comes to fruition or not. And that can be tough for, a, you know, up and coming artists. Cause it's, when we go, when you go into that, from that, from that status, it's like, man, are they going to send it? I hope they send it, man. I hope they send it. You don't want to blow them up. You want to be respectful. Yeah. But sometimes you get so anxious because this feature could be the one for, for said person that might level them up. You know what I mean? So you don't want to get too anxious, but at the same time, I've already put my first half up. I paid the second half. You know, this is the majority of my budget, maybe. And to put it in context too, we don't know the exact arrangement that was between these two. True. That's true. Um, And I don't know if anything was, was emailed or written anywhere in this particular situation. Right. But this is not anything new that, that's happened. And, um, I mean, I hope that is right. It. I hope if this young man has spent this money for this feature. I agree. Um, gets his stems and everything he needs to move forward with this because obviously he's a fan of Benny. Right. Or, or he wouldn't have asked him to be on a project in the first place. Got a picture together. Um, right. But um, these people, I mean, a lot of us know who Benny is, but technically Benny is still a up-and-coming artist in the grand scheme of things. He's just... Uh, 10, 20 steps ahead of a lot of people in the game. I'd say he's just now getting to the point where he's starting to get his feet up underneath him now, but it took a while to your point. He's still not quote unquote. I mean, he just got signed to Def Jam, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. He's just, uh, a lot of theirs has been independent up until this point. Mm-hmm. And um, even with Benny, it's like Lone made a point, and I'll kick it to you, Lone, but you made a point about we don't even know who's necessarily running his account. It might be, who knows who runs a lot of these artists' accounts or who you're actually listening to use the, the um, analogy of big get Benny three or Benny two or whatever. Right. You remember we were talking about that. Yeah. Um, but what, what, what are your thoughts on this, man? Just this overall loan from the artist standpoint. Uh, I don't know. Like, all right. So first off, I don't know. Right. Cause we don't know. This is literally just one person spouting yeah. off on Instagram, getting super upset. I'm guessing if he's super upset that it's probably true, mm-hmm. but who knows what's how true. It's it always is, two you know sides. I mean? Who knows? Like, 
And who knows what their deals look like yep. between them, right? Or if there was any type of contract involved or yep. if he was just throwing it out there. Now, I will say that if even if even if there's no contract involved and you spend some money on some stuff, you expect to get that. You, you expect people to be solid. 100%. You expect it. You expect Definitely. it. Yeah. Give them so, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know, and so like, true. and many of us as artists and even people that have just moved in independent spaces where you had to work for yourself and all that stuff, we understand what it's like to you know, invest a little bit more and hope and just assume that things are going to turn out the right way. We understand the risk a lot of times, um, but and most of us have been burnt a couple of times. Multi- mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. If, if not more than that. So, yes. you know, I feel for the, feel for the guy if, if this is, is really kind of a foul situation, but at the same time, like this is a business. And if you want to protect yourself in a business, then you need to make sure that you're doing good business work, which means that you need to have contracts in place, no matter how difficult or, you know, like, oh, I don't want to draw that. I don't want to talk to an attorney or not. Yeah. Get one. Yeah. Straight up. You know, like it, it's necessarily, you know, like if you find a homie that does it, you know, like, but mm-hmm. contract contracts are super important. You know, CPAs are super important for artists if you don't even have, but that's aside another thing. But you get you have to have yourself like because in this situation he can't do anything if he's already paid him the money yeah it's a wrap it's a wrap I, and i think based upon what you said and i'm kind of looking at it here it said that he sent something back to him he just called the vocals weak and he won't clear it sounds like the vocal from the description the vocals may not have been mixed and they might have been a little rough or maybe you know he yeah maybe he doesn't he wants the stems he yeah, wants he the didn't stems, get the stems. Yeah. so at that point in time, who knows? Maybe the price that he got wasn't for stems. Maybe right. it was for true. this. You know, like, because if you buy a beat and you buy a leased beat, you pay 25 bucks for that or 50 bucks for that, you get an MP3. You're not getting a wave. Not for yeah, real. Yeah. If, is- you want, if you want something exclusive, all right, then we can attack a couple more 100, 300, 400, 500, mm-hmm. 1,000, depending on who you are. And if and you want to track that on top of that. That's going to be more. Yes. So... I think Maybe that was that, commu- that position that definitely should have been communicated should if have that's been communicated. the case. Because from the DM, it looks like Benny is promising a lot for this, for I guess five hundred dollars. Well, a thousand. I I think oh. the total was a thousand. Okay. We only saw one of the payments. Yeah, there was the he showed one of the payments, but yeah. he, he was in there saying that he's going to help him promote it. Or run the numbers up. To run the numbers up or whatnot. And he had even brought up uh, hosting his mixtape, all he wanted him to do was just the beginning. Yep. Mm-hmm. He agreed to that as well. Now that's a lot of stuff to agree to for a thousand dollars, right? You know, I mean, some an artist like Benny, yeah, for sure. Um, but I think his communication, if that if that wasn't what you were going to do, or if that cost more money, that should have been brought forward at the beginning, for rather sure. than leading him along thinking he's getting all of this for that. For sure, but at the same time, in that dichotomy of situation it is the person who is inquiring on the business to do their due diligence that is and very that, true in that aspect so it would have been solid for benny to do that i, I agree yeah if, I like, if that's even the case right right Cause, i cause like we don't what, know i but, like what and this is all speculation we're just going off the limited stuff that we can see but i like what terry said when he talks about that's a lot for a thousand which makes me think something may have been missed during the conversation, Bruh, you getting a Benny verse for five hundred dollars, and he's going to do an intro for the mixtape, and he's going to promote it for for that, a G. That's a lot. That is that's, a lot. So that makes me think something might have been nah. miscommunicated on the back end prior, or the front end prior to that money being exchanged. I, mean, I can't that, see or, that. Or, being or, a, or he's not actually talking to Benny, like yeah, you were saying. Yeah, like possible. somebody could have been like, uh, "Can you do a verse real quick?" or 
or that they might even have access to some verses that he has. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they could have sold a verse on his behalf and he's typing. It's not far fetched. It's not far fetched to think that Benny has someone as busy as he probably is now that runs his IG and was like, yo, man, I've already paid. We already got the bread for it. Here's a first request. Just do something for me real quick. But 50 posts his own stuff. Yeah, he do. Kanye definitely posts his own stuff. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on that. Um, I just Instagram DMs seems such, such a horrible way to do business. Be- because yeah. the thing is, if the person doesn't, or you're not following the person, it goes into like another folder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like because I've I've you gotta had to approve it. Yeah, you got to approve it. You know, uh, so like, yeah. uh, you know, like I said, we. I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that okay, um, Benny, who's a part of Griselda, who had a situation with Shady, yeah, and who was signed as an individual artist to Def Jam, mm-hmm. would be hitting people over the head for four five hundred dollars for a verse. Something just doesn't add up there, bro. That's cheap. Yeah, no, nah, super cheap. It's very cheap. Yeah, that's super cheap. I mean, if you can get a verse uh, from Benny for a stack. We might as well do a whole album. I'm, yeah. I'm, no, I'm sitting here thinking like, if I'm, I don't even have a project coming out, but if he's dropping 500 for a verse, I might like that might be a good investment. If, yeah. if a G, if a G, something Jack from, I said, something that up here. Yeah, if a G for Benny yeah. for a verse, hosting the mixtape in the beginning and promo, I don't know. Man. I'm it's, with it's, it. Let's, 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 I don't let's think up. Benny is <laughs> Ben. I don't think Benny is trying to get out of bed. To do all this for at this point for five hundred, I just don't see it. And, man. and another thing too, I just in, don't see that's it. interesting with this. And maybe you guys remember this. And this has maybe been a year or two ago, but I remember there being some sort of weird scam around hosting mixtapes and verses. Oh and yeah, stuff yeah. With, oh yeah, yeah. We talked with artists, and I feel like Benny's name was, was game. That was game. Benny was a part of but that game, though. Be, was he? Yep. Yeah, he, he was a part of that. Benny game was a part, was a part of that. Mm. Uh, rest in peace. DMX was a part of that. Huh. Um, but that's probably people selling their stuff for them. I'm guessing it could it could have been it could have been because you know the the world of leasing verses is out there. Which Red is Man so was stupid. Red Man uh, was in that wave. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I I'd, I'd like to know more information on it at this point. But it, I mean, it might but, not. Might but not. if I was to give any advice, I'd just say do better. Just gotta handle your business better. Take care of you. you look out to. for yourself. And, and that's not even work. a that's not even a shot. That's just like you have like if you're gonna be in the industry, like there are people are going to get they what they can. To, hey, listen, what what Issa Rae say? The music business is the worst business she ever worked in. Yep, and she's worked in a lot of them. Let yeah. me ask. Yeah. Let me ask y'all this. Um, <laughs> and this and this can apply to everybody at this table, and that could be from a standpoint you accepting the contract as a DJ, loan obviously producing performing jay moore hosting mm-hmm. right shoot i write contracts so yeah i know i know you do but what i'm saying is we we use the example of not this, for hire though <laughs> we we use it we use the example of instagram for this young man right so if you have a if you have a large contract a fully written out contract that's in digital format and you send that over via email right mm-hmm. you know how they do the, the you know, digital sign, sign yeah. or whatever the acknowledgement does that make you feel better if you said it, if everything is done that way? There's a paper trail. Paper trail. Yeah. You got to be able to prove it. At the end of the day, you got to be able to prove it. Got to be able like, to prove it. And then you, not only that, like shouts to Nicole in the chat, you not only have to be able to prove it, you have to be willing to go the distance to actually enforce yeah. and to take legal action. She's right. She's right. Otherwise... That paper is no, that paper is no, worth no more than your intention is to follow it up. Yep. Very true. You know what? I think sometimes people, um, sometimes artists will do this because they know. Mike, you owe me a music video, by the way. I have oh, it in contract. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, 
neither here nor there. And it was a joke. I think that's hilarious. It's a joke and it's serious, but it's not even serious. <laughs> you better do that video. Um, I lost my train of thought because I was laughing Sorry. at Red August. Sorry, I didn't mean um, to interrupt. What was I talking about? Talking about enforcing contracts and emails and stuff. And Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to help you. Say word. I had a bar too, but I done lost it now. What yeah. y'all want to do now? <laughs> I don't Bo- know. Bottom line, man. Take care of your business, man. Look out for yourself because... Oh, I know what I was going to say. As best as you can. Artists sometimes will... They know that the, young, the up-and-comer might not have the capabilities to push it all the way forward. So it's like, well... I just do what I can do. They ain't going to chase me. They don't have the money to. Right. They can't afford the legal team. They can't afford this, you know, yeah. whatever it takes. So I think that might go to go into the equation sometimes also, too. Good. When we were coming up, I mean, what lawyer did you know to talk to 20 years ago? I'm I, knew, I, saw. I knew a couple people, but I didn't know them like that. You know exactly. I mean? So, And I didn't, didn't want to spend the money because I didn't have it. Right. But your relationships and stuff that you develop now, yeah. you're a different person if something like that happens. Yeah, I mean, I know people, I don't have an attorney, I mean, I have an attorney, but I don't have an attorney <clears throat> on file, you know, like, ready to go for that, but I, I you know You have an attorney on retainer. Yeah, I don't have one on retainer, but I know attorneys. Yeah. And I know music attorneys. Yeah. And so, like, it's, it's only a phone call or a text message, you know what I mean? And I think that's important. Like, I feel like in the longer, the longer you go for, and you're in the music business, eventually you're going to want to have that ability to be able to access an attorney, whether yep. he's, he or she is your attorney or somebody you can get. And also I mentioned CPAs too, because you yes. see a lot of these artists out here going broke when they get a little bit of money mm-hmm. in an accountant. Right. It also makes you look more, more serious about your craft when you have that paperwork on hand, like uh, my attorney will be sending you over the, the particulars in order for us to get this going. If it, let me know where to send that. Yeah, and then kind of go from there, because that's going to let you know if if this whole situation legit in the first place. Yeah, might just to send it to him. Like, do I have anything? Mm-hmm. But typically, if you're at that stage, you're not going to be upset about Instagram DMs. You're just going to let your attorneys handle it. Yeah. You know, we're we're this era is not now. It's it's been going like this for a while. But you know, contracts, um, it'll it. To me, it'll tell you what type of artist you are if a contract makes you uncomfortable. Because some people aren't... I mean, don't get me wrong. Some contracts do make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Me too, but what I'm saying is just the idea of somebody having a business together. It's like, okay, I can respect that. Some, to yeah, me, if sure. somebody Not pushes sure. it to me, I'm like, oh, okay, they own it. Yeah, They're sure. serious about what they yeah. want from me. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I can respect that, but... But if I'm if somebody's trying to sign me or something and it's got, got a... T- 219 page contract. I'm right. like, all right. So yeah. I'm not going to turn you. When do I have to, have when one. do I have to go into McDonald's and eat nine chicken nuggets and chicken pants? Yeah. Like you don't have to get a 20 piece. If you're going to sit down and read all that, <laughs> get you uh, some, some, uh, spicy some mustard. What's well, salt? Like what, regular hot honey. mustard. What's sauce though? J boy. What's your go to sauce? Uh, first of all, you're not going to check, uh, catch me. eating No chicken McNuggets. Oh, I'll eat them. Right. Meat. Why don't you like chicken McNuggets, bro? It doesn't like the white meat. No, Is that, I see what I you did. Look, there. when you you um, don't, unfortunately, don't hurt me, man. I stumbled into a video of how oh. they're made. How how long ago was it? Oh, I I don't. Nineteen ninety five. They're made like hot dogs. Yeah, it's like from this pink slurry. Oh, that, uh, oh. slurry. And, and then they just kind of constitute it into like nugget form, and then mm. fry it. It's, I, Great though. I mean, so think about it. Chicken nuggets do taste pretty good. You know what? Maybe McDonald's will be a sponsor one of these days. So I'm going to stop now. So long. I mean, long. So Jay Moore, the slurry is inside all. No, the, I said I'm going to stop now. 
And you should do the same, Mike. Man, I rock with some some nuggets, man. Especially when you can get the two for six, where I might be able to get a fillet of fish Ooh. and a ten piece. There's, uh, you I'm know what though, fat out here right but now. You right. Like, Wendy's nuggets are better. Oh, True. For sure. Yeah. True. Spicy. They're, they're super expensive though. Like, nuggets. Like you get a twenty piece, it's like super expensive. You know, because like uh, now value meals would be like eleven dollars. I'm like, this isn't a value. I could go somewhere and sit down and get get a, get a meal Not for eleven dollars. You know, you know, the times is different when the dollar menu going up. I don't even know if they got one anymore. Man. Nah, ain't no dollar menu. Dollar and some change. Hell, the Dollar General ain't even a dollar anymore. Yeah, well, not the dollar store. Yeah, it's like a dollar twenty five now. Well, that's inflation. That's Biden's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is the one store they they need. They ain't paying us. Sorry. But they'll they'll stick to the dollars for the most part. Be dollar stuff in there. Give and for those that think we're serious, uh, the politician that we mentioned has nothing to do with the uh, things <laughs> yeah. rising cost wise. Yeah, that's all sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, all the free money that y'all get. Let me stop. <laughs> that could go a whole nother way. All right, man. I didn't realize it is now ten forty one. Um, is it? Yes, it is. Shout out to the chat too as well. The depends on what you're listening to us on, Mike. Either way, True wh- <laughs> wherever y'all at, thank you. Um, and that's for the time. I don't know where you at, but that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> we need you to learn these. Son- yeah, I'm sorry. That was a new one. He threw me a curveball. I, yeah, I ain't know. That was third mm, base. Over. Third base coach sign. I ain't know Red August. Thank you. I got that one moving forward. All right, man. <laughs> that's that's going to do it for this episode. As always, NewOldHeads.com All the education you need this year You can find anything and everything about us We appreciate the support as always I did not say the WWW I just did We'll see y'all next week (laughs) Peace In a minute